Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And uh, we are watching Reboot, The Guardian Code. We are. We're still doing this podcast. <laughs> so far. Today's episode is entitled uh, Zombie Army. Guess what's in it? Um, Zombies? I couldn't think of anything funny. <laughs> well, I mean, kind of. They're robots. You can just rebuild a robot. I don't know why they had to be zombies. Uh, they didn't act like zombies, and nobody got their brain eaten. Yeah. I mean, they kind of act like zombies. They put their arms out. <laughs> and they did kind of come relentlessly, but... And they were kind of... Robots could do that, too. Bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that's just bad robot design, because they were standing upon spheres, which typically not a steady uh, you know, surface to lay stuff on. I had all the bad guys... Uh... Yeah, and they like, fall down. They die super yeah, easy. That's true. I don't know, Mia. Except for Megabyte. And it's hexadecimal. He's, he's got feet. Yeah. Having feet didn't do her any good. She's in jail now. <laughs> yeah, but the kitty cat had four feet, and that's in jail, too. That's true. We open up, and fucking Austin is running through a cemetery. He keeps looking over his shoulder. And there's a lot of dramatic cuts. Yeah, and it seemed like I would have guessed that this was a dream sequence because it makes so little sense. But then we see a drone drop behind him. And then we see Parker wearing a stupid fucking visor, a VR visor, and he's holding the remote. And it's like a remote control plane remote. It's not like his cell phone that he's <laughs> guiding this fucking thing. That's because with. his cell phone is inside the VR thing, so he can see what the plane is or the drone is seeing. Or it's on the drone. They have those where you plug your damn phone into it and it takes pictures there. That doesn't seem safe. You yeah. lose your phone in the river. <laughs> Or to some asshole who's like, fuck drones and throws a stick at it. Yeah, people like to shoot those things down. You know, because of voyeurs and whatnot. Yeah. Which would and just because people like to shoot things. There's that. And also it kind of explains why Parker has this, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. He, there's a certain gotta robot see, lady he gotta wants Gotta see to them see robots. Nude. Yeah. Gotta see her robits. Ah. All right. Podcast is over, everyone. We did it. Let's go home. Uh, but the truly baffling thing here is... They chose the fucking cemetery to test this thing out at. And not just the cemetery. Parker was standing next to Austin's dad's grave. Yeah. Like, it is feet from where he was standing, which seems very uncouth. Like, wh yeah. why? Why did we do this? Wh whose idea was this? He's already fucking having to collect his dad's memories from the internet. He doesn't <laughs> need to go where his dead body is. Or, well, he exploded. And disappeared. So maybe it's just, they just have a, a headstone. There's just a there's just a pair of his shoes in a box buried there. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's probably cheaper. For sure. To share to just bury a, a shoe box. Yeah. Yeah. Getting it exploded is really the best way. Not the best way, but the cheapest way to die. <laughs> I want to go out with an obscene cost. I want NASA to launch me into a, a black hole. I want <laughs> just an incredible amount of expense. I want to get um like. Really frozen into the ground somewhere that they have to spend a lot of time thawing out the ground and uh, and digging my feet out because it's near a park where the children play and they don't want my corpse. Uh, well, here's here's what we'll do is to just throw a, a, an extra fuck you is we'll uh, put your feet in like a concrete plot also so that when they think they're going to be able to just pull you out, there's more concrete that they have to like dig out. And then 400 it's extra pounds, heavy. it goes really yeah. deep. Yeah, it's just like a huge cube of concrete. Yeah. Like the foundation of a house. Yeah. This got real weird. We're only 55 seconds into the show. We've already planned <laughs> our, our demises. 
Anyway. Anyway. Um, He's just remembering how the lady in the DIS car wanted his dad's technology. Because they're hanging up by his dad's grave for reasons that will not become clear. Like, when we were watching him run from the drone, Jake posited that maybe it's because they're shooting more of the student film. Which but, I don't yeah. think is happening anymore. Now no. That it, it's just Parker has a drone and he wants to get good at it. So they... And I guess the only straightaway in town is in the fucking cemetery? I guess so. I'm sure there's a track at Video Game High School. Well, I don't know. They have a <laughs> shitty basketball team. They have access to it after hours pretty much whenever they fucking feel like. And they got a, a, a basketball court. They could fly it around in there and then you wouldn't have to worry about wind. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Why are you at the cemetery other than for this moment? It's because, I mean, you hit it on the head. Plot contrivance. Okay, got it. So uh, Austin's wonders aloud if the DIS had something to do with his dad's explosion. Uh, uh, I'm glad that his dad died in such a funny way. Yeah. It's great. Or went missing in such a funny way. Uh, we cut over to the sorcerer, and he's doing some tip-taps on to his next hack. And he's just talking to himself like he does because there's no one There's there to a lot to. of just talking to yourself in this episode. Yeah, you know, get him a cat or something. Like, I don't, ha- I don't like that he's just in... His warehouse by himself. Have you seen that? Continually talking. Have you seen the action figures for the Captain Marvel movie, the Marvel Legends? Uh, the one, the is one. Is Chewie in it? Uh, well, his name is Goose in this. Um, but uh, the the one um, uh, Captain Marvel, she's just holding him like on his back and scratching his belly. <laughs> like that's the that's the pose for the action figure, and it's pretty good. That's pretty great. I'm super excited about that movie. It's gonna be great. So, uh, in the internet, we see a bunch of space junk floating around. I guess so. Um, it's like the elephant graveyard of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's where all the dead robots go. And there's like a spinning column, and the sorcerer has somehow programmed this. I don't remember what system he said this was. It's, so the bits go together and create these robot yeah. zombies. That look very cohesive. They just look like they were separated, and he builds... Yeah. They don't. They don't look like Frankenstein monsters. They're just fucking purple robots. They're the regular robots from before. They're just kind of purple instead of whatever color they used to be. Yeah. I just don't. I guess this is where things must go when you delete them. De- yeah, you delete. Or these are fragmented things. Oh, no one's no, done a disc defragment on this part of the internet or, or whatever. Right. And they start rolling out slowly because they're zombies, I guess. And the sorcerer keeps calling it a zombie army. And he's going to launch a denial of service attack. And one of those sounds so much more threatening than the other. It's a, in the, in the uh, captions, it says botnet. Oh yeah. That's what he kept calling it. His right. botnet service. But I thought it, I thought it was French. I thought it was like oh. bonnet. <laughs> I was like, what is yeah. he saying? He oh, wants to get botnet. some, he's going to get some French donuts. They're, uh, they're beignets. <laughs> So this is happening, and I guess it's the no, it's later that day. Yeah, um, and Austin and Parker are walking home, and the show did the thing that all shows are guilty of, where they started a conversation at one location, and then they cut to another one, and they're just picking it up. So we're, I choose to believe that they just walked in awkward silence until a block from his house. Yeah. Also, Parker is wearing like the cliche nerd pants. They're maroon. They're real small. He's dressed like Wallowitz. Yeah, he definitely looks like a character from that show. The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. I mean, Austin's dressed like the other one. Leonard? Yeah. 
Layers. You know a lot. Of, you know a lot about the Big Bang Theory. Uh, I know the cast's names, and I've seen the same episode probably like six times. That's what we're gonna do. And next I think for it's the show. only episode I've seen. We're gonna do the Big the Bang Theory. It, I, I think that was like, wildly successful. There are nine hundred episodes, and we're gonna have a podcast for each one. Look, you can have one. I'm gonna not. <laughs> we'll see. It doesn't fit the format of the show, Jacob. Nothing fits and our also, format. I don't like being the punchline. There are no jokes. It's just them having interests and people laugh at them. I'm aware. Why? It's not good. But I knew it would upset you if I suggested we watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, But they pick up talking about the DIS, and uh, as they get closer to uh, Austin's house, mom, or Judy, and uh, fucking... (laughs) Do you feel like she's your mom? You've grown close to her? (laughs) Well, I forgot that she got a real name. Oh. Um, but uh, Austin's mom comes out with guy whose name I can't recall at all. Mark Rowan. Mark Rowan. Is that the character's name or the guy he looks like? The char- he looks like uh, uh, Ray Liotta. That's it. But his name is Mark Rowan. Okay. The character. The character's name is Mark Rowan. His eyes are so striking. And we see... Uh, we see him open mouth kiss yeah. Austin's mom, and so does Austin. And Parker lean- he looks at Austin. He's like, hey, be cool about this. This guy's totally begging your mom. Just be cool. Austin doesn't really want to be cool, and understandably so. So they meet each other in the in the driveway, and they talk about drones for a bit. And then Austin well, and Mark Rowan says, "We had to fly kites when I was your age because he's old." Get it? <laughs> I mean, he's comfortably in his fifties, but they also had other things to do at that time. Yeah, but not for flying. You could get. My uncle had a, a, a robot, not a robot, a, a plane. Uh, like a a prop plane that you could fly with a remote control. Yeah, well, Sky Mark Rowan's not your uncle. <laughs> he never he will never, be. Yeah. Anyway, Mark Rowan's holding a laptop. Yeah, he's stealing here. He's borrowing, uh, exploded stealing. dad's uh, laptop. He says it's for like a fucking slideshow of pictures. It's an alumni newsletter, right? And everybody wants to know about the exploded guy. I mean, <laughs> it probably would have come. It was in the news, I'm sure. If you die in an explosion, that probably hits the news at least once. Yeah, but it depends on how close he lives to all the people he went to college with, I guess. Well, the internet exists, though. Yeah, but you don't watch every newscast ever. Yeah, but if you're interested, you can Google it, and then it'll come up. Yeah, but what if they don't know? What if they just think Adam Carter is alive, and and this is the newsletter a year later to let them know that he's done exploded himself? <laughs> well, if you don't know, then you don't care, and then you're probably not going to approach uh, Judy and be like, Hey, where's Mark? <laughs> Didn't you have a husband? He didn't do something silly and explode himself, did he? <laughs> he didn't explode under mysterious circumstances <laughs> with a, a weird, unknown government agency. Yeah, mysterious circumstances is really the best way to go, because it keeps everyone talking about where you're at. <laughs> Maybe he's not dead. Yeah. Maybe he's Elvis, after all. Yeah, if my heart just pops, people are like, yep, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> you had too many cheeseburgers today. Yeah. But if so th- Six is the limit, as it turns <laughs> yeah. out. And now we know it's not. <laughs> uh, Six and a half. But anyway. Uh, you have to ride that line. <laughs> Austin's upset because he he doesn't want his dad's laptop that he did. I guess he didn't even know it existed up until that exact moment. Yeah. Look, I get you being upset that a new guy's banging your mom, but like, why are you suspicious? You didn't hear the music score from last time. <laughs> you didn't watch him take that phone call from the other room. That's right. Uh, Austin and Parker run upstairs to the roof. Apparently, there's like a a roof a roof a roof waiting area. Yeah, there's this cool like roof access. It's like a. Um, what do you call that? Like a skylight that like opens up and, and like, you yeah, the, climb. It's like a window that they climb out of instead of a door. Yeah, it's neat. but it it has a railing, so you're clearly 
it's meant to be, you know, this looks like it, hung out. Their on. house is a fucking house from the real world. That's what <laughs> they, like, one that, like, people came in professionally designed to look good on TV. Yes. Like, uh, it just needs people fingering each other in a hot tub while other people cry. <laughs> and then it's the fucking real world house. They also need a closet to go and talk to directly into camera. Oh, uh, yeah. We, well, maybe that's in that weird room we don't that Vera was in that one time. She was doing no, a she's a robot. She just needs she just needs a closet to stand in until it's time to go do stuff. Somewhere. Oh yeah, but it is a pretty boss house. So yeah, absolutely. Austin, I get so drunk on that roof. <laughs> Luckily, there's a railing so that's you won't what fall it's off for. as easy. Judy <laughs> likes to get shit faced on that roof. <laughs> he likes to be high when he drinks, but not like intoxicated. I... He likes to be physically up. Yeah, look, there's a dog. All right, <laughs> best episode ever. So. Austin, in there. Austin demands that Parker fly his drone to follow uh, Mark Rowan. Thank you. I was going to call him Jack Burton, but that's a whole other thing. Which is weird because we just saw this fucking thing not work. Like, Parker was saying how it needs work because it, you know, fell down. And, like, the feed goes blank for a while and he doesn't crash it into, a uh, like, a, a power line or a tree or anything. Well, all he does is flip a switch and then he fixes the the, the visuals. I guess. But he follows Mark Rowan all the way to DIS headquarters. Yeah. And they make the uh, assumption that he works there. He could just be visiting. Um, I mean... I mean he does. Yeah. But... And he goes into an office with his name on it, so... Well, yeah, but we don't know that as he's entering it. And it's not like true. Parker flies that bitch in after him. I mean, he he swope, swiped, swiped a card. <laughs> swiped. He swiped a card and uh, <laughs> and got in. Maybe it's just a public building. It is a government service building. I don't know, man. They do not just let anyone walk into the internet security building. Also, it's real convenient that they live in the same town as the DIS. Yes. Like, all of these things could be happening on in any part of the world. I'm sure the sorcerer is probably fucking just down the block, too. We just don't oh, know it yet. absolutely he is. We get the credits, and when we come back, Mark is in his office, his glass-walled office. It's weird because his, all of his computer screens face the windows, so anybody could just walk up behind him while he's jerking off or whatever. You don't jerk off at work. You do if you're high enough, up enough. I mean, he has his own office. I guess, but I don't know. Uh, but he starts fiddling about with, uh, like, apparently Austin's dad didn't have a password on that laptop. And that contained all the secret information. Yep. And nude pictures of Judy. Probably. Mark connects his phone to it, which will, doesn't sound like it'd be important, but it does come up in a second. Yeah. We cut over to room zero where Parker, Vera, and Austin are uh, manically trying to figure out what's going on. Do uh, laptops have IP addresses? Or... No. Okay, I didn't think so. The internet service providers do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, now that I say that out loud, I think I'm wrong. But I maybe not? I don't know. It's got to have some sort of identification number on it. But I don't think it's the IP address. I think that's just the source of the internet that you're connecting to. Uh, yeah, I thought so, too. Um, she does find it th- through his cellular provider, though. She yeah. finds his phone and then gets in that way. A lot of what they say in this, though, is just words. I yeah, don't it, think... <laughs> internet jargon. It gets It's even worse when uh, Tamara and Trey get there. <laughs> yeah. I'll comment they're, on that. They're left time. out for the moment. Uh, Vera found the thing, so Trey and Parker go, not Trey, Austin and Parker uh, go into the internet to go track down the computer. They just fall in. They don't need to take the codec there, which is going to come up later. They just fucking are there. Yeah, and I guess they're just in the computer. Yep. Just like they were in the car and then in the satellite. Yep. Uh, So 
for the first time, Parker busts out a flashlight in his hand because this is the only part of the internet that's dark now. Well, they're in the computer. They're not in the internet, I guess. Oh, but the computer's on. Yeah, but you saw how dark Mark Rowan's office was. <laughs> and they're just doing it for dramatic effect because we get a one of those horror shots where the monster jumps in front of the camera, even though they're on a catwalk that doesn't have a, a surface for it to be running on. Because they're on, they called it a bus, but I don't super know what they mean by that. And then fucking zombie robots come rolling up, literally. They seem to be emitting some sort of magnetic resonance. Yeah, um, that Vera fixes immediately, so it why even do it? S- like, seven taps of buttons, and then they're fine. In that stupid game on the phone, she's always saying shit like, I've upgraded this subroutine on your suit and shit like she's saying here and it's Mm -hmm. just awful it sounds very annoying it's off my phone now good well you think it is but who knows what's actually in there what did mark rowan do (laughs) so austin and um, parker each attack one of the zombie robots austin shoots it with with his thing and uh parker throws his boomerang blade and disarms one of the the zombie bit robots and the other one collapses after big shot but then they just pop back up because they're zombies yeah get it Zombies. But then they just fucking stop for no reason. Parker's like, oh, I think they're zombies. They're completely coded in dark code. Or no, they're jacked with dark code. Yeah, that just means they're purple. Yep. It's and the one color that none of their suits are, so that's how you know it's bad guy stuff. That's right. So even though these fucking things stopped moving, and they're on a, a catwalk that's over an abyss, <laughs> you can just nudge them because their bottoms are spherical, and they'd fall forever or whatever, uh, they opt to not do that. Also, the sorcerer sent those zombie robots... To an old, out-of-date computer. Like, old, out-of-date personal home computer. Yes. Okay. Just checking. Or, he sent them specifically to Mark Rowan's phone. Hmm. Or wherever the shit they are. They're somewhere. If they're not in his phone, they're real close to getting out of it, because they're they're definitely in the computer in a minute. Yes. Uh, So, Parker's like, maybe they have the same weaknesses as regular zombies, and then he throws his boomerang and he cuts the head off of one, and Parker shoots the other in the face. So, hey, good. We can one-hit kill everything again. <laughs> we have exquisite aim. <laughs> so Tam uh, Tam and, and Trey show up. Vera briefs them on how the denial of service attack is going to happen. Not the denial of service attack. Which, okay, sure. They're, they're going to use the zombie bots to overload servers with inquiries or whatever, thereby crashing that server and denying people of the internet. This doesn't sound super bad to me. Like, yeah, it's a nuisance, but nobody's going to get hurt. Yeah. They're not, like, taking planes down and shit. Yeah, and he's also not, like, stealing money. He's just causing a nuisance. So I don't know what the... Why don't you go back to stealing money from banks and stuff? Why are you doing this? But whatever. Fine. So, the DIS are bad guys. Maybe. Seemingly. They haven't acted with any... We don't know what they do, because all we've seen them do is point at the screen and go, That's dark code. Yeah, well, okay, maybe they're not bad guys, but maybe they're bad guys to the Guardians, because they want whatever the Guardians have, seemingly. Right? Yes. So is, perhaps, the... Are we going to find out that maybe the Sorcerer is doing all this to draw out the Guardians and, like, train them against what will be the DIS's attacks? I just feel like there's something going that we're gonna it's all gonna be really stupid and all connected like right now it just seems like the the sorcerer is just like chaos 
But I feel like there's a reason that's going to be really dumb behind it. Like, it is Austin's dad, and he's gone mad after being exploded, and he's just like, I'm going to attack the DIS, because they exploded me. That seems the most likely option. I, he did try to drown the West the West Coast, so I don't Where think he's the Where the DIS headquarters is. Right, but that's a lot of collateral damage. Sky, sometimes when you get exploded, you go super mad. <laughs> You've never been exploded. You don't understand. Nelson tried to explode me that one time. Yeah, and he didn't succeed, though. I mean, I was smoking. Is that the time that bucket blew up? <laughs> that was later. Oh. Austin, or Austin. Nelson dropped a mortar that was too small for the tube it was in, so it didn't launch high enough. So when it exploded, it was real close to the ground. Oh, I remember that. And I got that. showered yeah. in embers with, El- with Nelson. I was farther away because I'm scared of being blown up. <laughs> because I'm smart. I ran when I realized it wasn't high enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Yeah, I think those were my words. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Vera says a bunch of nonsense and sends uh, the blue one and the yellow one in the internet. And they take the codex. Oh, and meanwhile, Vera's dressed up like she fucking got dressed out of a, a lost and found box. <laughs> yeah. She has a weird velvety tank over a like weird armless uh, purple shirt. And then there's shiny. some lace involved. It's a weird look. She always has lace sleeves. Or mesh sleeves or something. It's it's probably it's because look. probably because the the uh, fans to keep her um to <laughs> that keep her, her coolant system. Her, yeah, her it, for, they're under her armpits, so she's got to be able to hmm. just like let people the heat out. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, hard drive. Uh, that's what gets hot, <laughs> or what you don't want to get hot. I couldn't think of the words. You hit it pretty well. Um. So Tam Tam and Trey. Are, they get there no problem very quickly and then they hop out and do their personal flyy thingies and their like heads up displays are also a little fucked and Vera just fixes them no it's problem not even like a consequence or like yeah it, it didn't need hindrance. to be there at all they're just like first draft shit and then like they removed all the stuff that it mattered about I guess so and then they have the guns that make uh, a fence, but the zombies break right through the fence. Yeah, you know how the code sealers can also shoot a, f- a fence? No, we didn't either. Tamara uh, uses that uh, her double that sword, hy- her hyperlink thing. Oh, real quick again. They Austin didn't has forget a, about it. A bonus thing that he uses that I don't know if he used before. And also, it's weird that Austin has two symbols. He's got the the mouse cursor on his chest, and then he also yeah. has the guardian symbol. It's pointing at his wiener. <laughs> he probably designed his costume himself. You know, when he was playing the game, and he's a teen boy. I guess. Uh, so Trey and Tam Tam are fighting the, the zombie robots while Parker and Austin have found the exact screen that Rowan is seeing. Yep. Real easy, like. Yeah, and they're just watching I mean, him. I guess in, when they were playing in that game with Bob, they could see the screen that the user was using. Yeah, but that was part of the game. Yeah, I don't know. In the original reboot. Only I guess they actually did see the uh, the player the user player yeah, yeah. character. I don't know, dude. <sighs> but I don't know. They're, they're watching him. He actually does go through a couple of pictures. I think he wasn't completely lying. But then he puts in uh, a flash drive and he takes some encrypted files. Yeah. So even though fucking Austin's dad didn't bother putting a password on his laptop, he did encrypt all of his files. I mean, redundancies make sure that your shit's safe, man. Do you have a lot of encrypted files, Sky? Maybe. So, <laughs> what secrets Mark do you Rowan, have? Mark <laughs> Rowan. 
<laughs> makes a copy of the encrypted shit and then deletes it from the or he moves it to the trash. And they try and get to the trash. Yeah, I don't know what the plan was. Can they pull data from the trash I can? I guess so. I mean, if it's in it, I'm also surprised that it wasn't just a big trash can that, like, they had to go pull, literally pull it out of. Yeah, like a stack of papers or something. Yeah. So the two of them run over to where the recycling bin is, and Parker gets dragged down by a couple of zombies and immediately screams for help instead of doing a thing. Yeah, and rather than just let him die like we all need... <laughs> Austin helps He's him. gonna bang a robot. You gotta stop him by any means necessary. <laughs> yeah. He is a nuisance. <laughs> but they're they miss it just barely, and uh, Austin's very upset. And it really looked like Parker was gonna be infected by zombie stuff, but that doesn't happen at all. Well, they're not biting zombies. I guess the the robots don't have mouths. Yeah. In the real world, the the lady. From previous. Her name is Nancy Nance. She finally gets a name. Well, we know that it's Nance. We don't know if that's a first name or a last name or a title for something. <laughs> it's a title. Maybe it's an acronym. Uh, it, she's Nance Nancy Nance. <laughs> CPHT. She's also a certified pharmacy technician. It just oh. doesn't come up that much in the internet security office. But I guess, so inside the computer, they can hear the muffled talking of two people outside of the computer. Yes. So they turn on the microphone and camera. Yes, even though they could already see them, I think? I don't think they could see them. Hmm. But they could hear it, but it wasn't clear. Yeah, they can see him now. So, Austin recognizes her as the lady from the, the memory that they watched the other day. And they realize that Rowan isn't on it the whole time. Apparently, this was Rowan's assignment to go and get this laptop. But then he lies to the lady and says that there wasn't anything cool on it. Even and hides the flash drive. I don't feel like he needs to do that. Like that's part of your job to just have flash drives and things. Well, I I would assume that like you would keep hacking t- uh, software and shit on a flash drive. I thought that's just what like he was doing when he put it in places. there. I thought he was yeah. just like, hmm, this will get a this will get the yeah. It would be like a code breaker or something, so yeah. you can get into computers without needing the password, which is what they should have done. Because why wouldn't you have a password on your fucking laptop, Austin's dad? You deserve to be exploded. Maybe maybe the sorcerer is mad because all of his memories are in the internet. That could be. <laughs> Dumb. Uh, so Nance gets a, a text saying, or no, it was a phone call, saying that there's more dark code. And she uh, leaves Rowan to do whatever it is that he's doing. Yeah, we'll talk about it when it gets there. But him hiding it from her doesn't make sense to me. At all. So... Seeing as how they have completely failed, Austin and Parker go to join Tamra and Trey in fighting the zombies. And Tammy's doing her uh, hyperlink Quicksilver bit where she's taking down a lot of them, whereas Trey's just hitting them with a hammer, basically, and it's not being very effective. It seems more fun, though. And exhausting. But then Vera finishes making them a new weapon, uh, and it's called a Cyber Scorcher. And Jake... Uh, what, what what did you think it was? Well, it definitely isn't a super soaker situation, which for some reason <laughs> I thought that's what it would be. Um, it sprays electric fire. It really does. Uh, it looks like a Gatling gun, but it shoots an electric fire, and it just burns zombies to death. I guess. Yep. So the 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 two of them each pick a an exit because the zombies are still leaving for this computer. And they try to keep them in the center, and then uh, uh, the other two, red and green, red and green, show up to help blue and yellow. Um, and they everybody's got a, a fire super soaker. 
and then they just burn zombies in, yeah, a, in a circle. Yeah, for a minute, like, so much to say about that. Yeah. I don't know, because the, the new zombies just keep falling from the sky. And uh, we cut back to the real world where Nance walks up to a different employee uh, that we have not seen before. Normally, it, he the the guy that she normally teams up with is a black fellow, but now there's just this little girl, <laughs> this very young lady who doesn't get a, a single line. Nance kind of commandeers her computer. Must have been that other gentleman. Must have um, it must have been his day off. <laughs> He's on assignment. He's in a different part of the room. Oh, uh, we cut over to the sorcerer who's still typing and hitting that shift key real hard. And the sorcerer's botnet is nearly complete, so saith Vera. Um, and there's there's a lot of zombie robots everywhere. Yeah, according even, to the map she has. Even in the far north of Canada, where you wouldn't <laughs> think there'd be that many computers. Well, that's why you got to stock them there. I guess that's Who's going to be there to stop them? Apparently the Guardians, because it's super easy to go places. But they realize they need to get the <coughs> zombie robots back there. Yeah. So they reverse the polarity. Because the big center column's a magnet or something? I guess so. Or the zombies are magnetized? It's a, is it a cyber magnet, Sky? I don't... I don't see how it could be anything else. Parker runs over and flips a switch or something, and it... The column turns from purple to green, and all of a sudden it's a magnet, and it's pulling zombies back. Because? Right as that happens, the sorcerer is going to start his denial of service attack. <laughs> yep. um, and he gets all grumpy. Yeah. Denial of... It just sounds like such a nuisance. It sounds... Yeah. It sounds like a, a crime in, you know, during civil rights era. Yeah. Where <laughs> you can't sit at the at the counter to have a sandwich. But in reality, it's just you not being able to Google the name of the person in that show you're watching. Do you want to know Vera's name? Is that why you say it like that? <laughs> I, I guess. You want so, to know if she's a robot in real life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. But he recognizes that the Guardians are there, and then he does some more code entry and mumbles that his zombie bots have a, pl- a purpose to serve. And then he hits shift, and then it, it flips the the polarity again. Yep. And then the zombie robots go back to what they were doing. A lot going on in this episode. <laughs> yep. Parker says, my hack's been hacked. And then the DIS declares that they're going to send in a containment unit. To catch the Guardians. I guess. She seems more concerned about the Guardians than the Dark Code. Yeah, she's not good at what she does. Because she took out that lip ring. That's where the source of all her power comes from. Ah. Uh, So, like, the the Cyber Scorchers are moderately effective, but they do keep losing ground. uh, Until Austin says, hey, everybody, shoot the fucking center thing. It'll work for reasons that won't become clear. And they do Just, that. Yeah, it blows up, which doesn't make... Is it, I mean, I guess the sorcerer's controlling them from there, I suppose? I, I, yes. But also, the it, the cyber scorchers go from fire to just straight-up Ghostbusters. Yeah. And uh, it works big time, quoth Parker. Uh, and then it explodes once the uh, the DIS helicopters show up, which is good because everybody was running on just ten percent of power. Yeah, and if we all recall, you get real sleepy and just fall down after <laughs> after that. But that that's pretty much it. The zombie outbreak didn't really matter at all, and the I, I what happened? I don't know what happened. We learned about Mark Rowan's nefarious uh, deeds. Um, okay. this, we prevented another sorcerer attack. That's really not that hard. I don't know how they, like, 
right here the news is like that that pesky sorcerer yeah. oh not right. well, in a second first he the the sorcerer throws a little bit of a fit and throws his chair over yeah and, and now then, the reporter's like yeah this this sorcerer um and they'd say how dangerous he is he hasn't actually accomplished much he stole that big purple box or whatever yeah and like, he, he caused a tropical storm yeah but I mean, it also that was the got, closest he came to doing anything of relevance. It got fixed. Like, he hasn't done enough that I would think he was nefarious yet. Yeah, they do. They keep such a close eye on this internet activity. They really do. It's national news. Uh, and we cut over to uh, Austin and Vera watching the news on their laptop. And uh, they're like the DIS lady shows up on the on the newscast, and she's like, "I fixed it." She's standing in front of what appears to be a Transformers logo. <laughs> she does, yeah, yeah, she does. And then the doorbell rings, and Austin answers it, and it's Mark Rowan. He's like, "My mom's not here. You have to figure someone else. See you later." But uh, he's there to return the laptop, and Austin says, knowingly, "Did you find what you're looking for?" And gives him a sn- smug look, and then. Like, Mark is real quiet for a minute and pensive looking, and it's just a weird moment. And then he goes into, you know, me and my dad, you, or me and your dad, uh, we were real close, and he told me about his private research. And here's that research that I took off of this computer that I was going to give back to you anyway. Yeah, it's weird. Why are you... (sighs) If you were going to steal this information, why bother giving it back? Why tell him about it? Why delete it from the computer in the first place? Well, we find all that out, Sky. No, we don't. Yeah, we do in just a second. Well, maybe. Uh, so from, he gives him the flash drive. From, that we at saw this earlier. point, as far as Austin's aware, yes. Why would you put it on this flash drive if you're just going to give me the computer back? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it was easy to, so it was easier to find, or something. But we learn in just a second that this is a trick. So that's why he puts it on the flash drive. I guess. So uh, Austin hands the flash drive to Vera, and Jake and I were trying to, to decide what she was going to do with it. I, I guessed shoving it into her nose and blowing out data from the other side. They just have the, the laptop that they're watching the news on that has a background of fucking Austin doing a snowboard, I think. I think yeah. it's Austin. Yeah, because he's a super cool dude. Yeah. And this is, like, his operating system is not Windows. Uh, also, it's exactly the same as his dad's computer that um, Mark Rowan said was out of date. Yes, but Austin's is covered in stickers because he's a teen. And he's a cool dude. So luckily Vera knows how to hack into shit. Yeah, well, she's a robot. Uh, she is a robot. She is able to identify it a lot. It's like She says, there is guardian code on this thing. And I don't, I don't know... If Mark copied it or if he was able to read it, but. And then we find out Mark is listening from the car. Yeah. He should have driven away. It's kind of suspicious. Depends on how uh, far that thing reaches, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but Vera pulls the, the flash drive and the run me at our window doesn't close. <laughs> but she does touch it and she knows that it is emitting a digital signal or something. So she does that close her eyes awkward neck movement that she does when she's doing computer stuff and she disables the microphone. So while they didn't say, hey, let's go on the internet and see what's on this, they, I yeah, sure they, love going into the internet. They did say a bunch of shit about Guardians. Yeah, they mentioned the Guardian code and that uh, like 
Austin mentions what he overheard when he was in the computer. Oh, yeah, and Mark Rowan's like, like, how the fuck did he know that? Is he the computer? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Vera's able to deactivate it pretty easy. And uh, they realize that, oh, that dude may not be on our side after all. Even though he was kind of cool for a moment just then. Also, it's very convenient for Mark Rowan that they immediately put that in a computer and started talking about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was pretty likely to happen. I don't know. They're two, they're two teens of opposite sex alone in a house. I mean... <sighs> As far as Mark Rowan knows, they're kissing. <laughs> you can't kiss Vera. You'll get electrocuted. Mark Rowan doesn't know that. Or does he? We don't know what he knows. Don't, we don't know anything. This answered questions, but also gave us more questions. Did it answer questions? It, it said it answered who, what Mark Rowan's deal is, like oh. who he's working for. Because remember before, all we got was... Him cryptically speaking yeah, into a phone. Yeah, I'll take care of it. <laughs> and then he murdered a family next door. Yeah, so he could move in his, in and do his spying from there. That's right. But yeah, so that's that's how it ends. We're like, we can't trust him. Code. Which we already knew, yeah. I guess. So that's it. Jake. Uh, yes. What was the most turtlerific part? Well, at one point you get to see the jug that I'm pretty sure the sorcerer pees in. <laughs> and I was into that. I'm pretty sure that that dude just pees wherever. Now he's got a pee in jug. Mm-hmm. It's got to mark his territory. Yeah. Other, it, and he's gross. He's it, so gross, Jake. It was probably full of wine at one point. He got all <laughs> drunk and then peed in it. Hmm. How about you, Sky? I don't know, man. This one was weird. Yeah. Uh, they got new weapons, so buy that toy, I guess. Um, the Cyber Scorchers would have been cooler if they, like... Squirted water? If they... <laughs> I, I would have liked to see... I don't. That's not really a turbo effect part. I don't know. Uh, zombies, I guess. <laughs> Just a generic answer. Yep. Zombies. Who is the most likable or effective character? Well, that was Mark Rowan. He got some shit done. He got at least as much done as he was setting out to get done. <laughs> it's true. And he didn't really fail until the end, where his device got saw or got and he, identified. And he still found some stuff out. Yeah. So he has reason to be suspicious. And, yeah, and he knows that that little girl that lives in that house can hack into things, so. Very quickly. With very little effort, it He's seems. probably like, is that little girl a robot? <laughs> Did she put my flash drive in the fucking microwave? What just happened? <laughs> I'm going to say that either Parker or Vera, because Parker was able to fix a mid-flight drone by flipping a switch, sure, but he was able to do it without crashing it. I'll tell you this, guy. The answer's never Parker. <laughs> He was, I'm not saying likable. I was saying effective. And Again, then, the answer is never Parker. I want to say Vera. Then it was Vera because she was able to deactivate a listening device with her bare hands. Yeah. And she was able to make a, a new flamethrower for her kids. Her teams. For her kids. Uh, what did you do for a pop culture pellet cleanse? Oh, thank God. I remembered all the things that I did. <laughs> First of all, just recently I saw The Real Big Fish. They still put on a good show. It was the 22nd time I've seen them, Sky. Wow. Uh, I did the counting. Um, it's a good time. Um, I've watched both Firefest documentaries. Oh, yeah? If you really want to watch uh, like a real rich douchebag, get what's coming to him. <laughs> And a bunch of other rich douchebags who aren't as evil, but they're just rich, and they're our age, and they're terrible, and you want to watch them fucking get screwed over, 
it's a pretty good time. There are a few people who are from the Bahamas who get screwed over that you're kind of like, well, that sucks for them. Yeah. But don't worry, there have been Kickstarters and they're they're good now. That's good. So it has all has a happy ending. Like <laughs> the dude, the dude who did it, uh, he's he's in jail, and uh, and all those fucking rich, all those rich ass millennials. <laughs> millennials are cool, but not when they're rich. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is a good time overall. I watched both of them. <laughs> there are two, Netflix and Hulu. You ah. take your picks, guy. Eh? I feel like the Netflix one was a little better, but the Hulu one makes the the guy seem evil from the get go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did something else. What was it? Oh, we finished the Mindy Project. Uh, it ended exactly how you uh, saw it, the ending coming from season three. That means nothing to me, but cool. I'm, it's just like every show where you're like, I know exactly where this is going to end. It's just how long is the journey going to be to get there? You know? Neat. No, I'm just saying, you know how that's uh, how everything ends? Oh, like kind These of. two are together and everything's happy. Yay. Uh, just like Home Improvement. Yeah. Except less terrible. <laughs> I really love revisiting things from uh, when I was younger, but I tried with Home Improvement and it can't. Tim Allen's fucking terrible... <laughs> In that women like shopping and having periods. Oh, my wife wants me to to spend time and do things that she likes. Oh, I gotta go in the garage. Arr, 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 put the garage. Arr, arr. Ugh, shut oh. the fuck up. Oh, I fucked up. I better go talk to a better person than me. Yeah. Luckily, he's just on the other side of the fence. Yeah. And he's all like, "Hey, maybe your wife just wants you to do things and be supportive." And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck! Just like last week." <laughs> do you want to do home improvement? No. There's a lot of it. There is so much of it. Too and much of it, I dare say. I mean, I think the other characters in that are fine. It's just I can't stand uh, Tim Allen anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Outside of Toy Story, I don't want to hear from him again. Yeah. I'll watch, I'll watch the Santa Claus because he's Santa Claus. He's not uh, some weird conservative man who used to do a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> what yeah. about you, Sky? Uh, this has been a weird and very busy week for me. So. Oh, here we go. Buckle up. Not really much to buckle up for. Um, like uh, my work schedule has dramatically shifted from like a morning shift to the evening shift, so I've been late getting home because the, there's, there's so much to do and I feel bad leaving. So I, fucking Friday, I stay. My shift ended at ten thirty, but I didn't leave till one. Do they pay you for that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, getting that OT, and uh, so like I'm still g- getting used to uh, dealing with that, but. Um, I've been watching uh, an anime called Assassination Classroom. It's very strange. It's about a, a a man who undergoes some sort of science experiment and basically becomes an emoji octopus who is unkillable. And he's teaching a, a bunch of uh, failure students to both succeed at school and murder. It's very strange. It sounds like it. Uh, but it was pretty good. Um, also, I was a guest on a podcast called Urigar's Forge of Creation. That was pretty fun. Uh we I got to uh create a specific like people in uh, a fantasy setting. And uh not to to spoil anything, but it was a lot of fun and I'm really happy with the thing that we ended up with. It was so silly. I got goblins. Oh, but that's that's the most I'll say about that for right now. I don't know any of the context, so I don't have anything to say <laughs> about it. I'm sorry everyone. That's no, cool. Uh, but yeah, that, I haven't really had a lot of time to do much else, unfortunately, but, uh, 
Maybe check out Assassination Classroom. It's pretty interesting. And weird, if you can believe it. An anime is weird. I got a new TV, too. I, that was pretty <laughs> neat. Yeah, I'm, I'm behind on everything. I didn't catch up. Like, I have a stack of comics. I just went and bought from, more like, comics. like, four weeks ago. Today. I haven't been to the comic shop in, like, three. So oh. there's a whole bunch of shit I'm missing. Also. I, I went to the comic book store after three weeks, and... um. My total was $16, so that's how many comics I'm reading nowadays. Um, Well, at least how many comics I'm purchasing. (laughs) Um, Did you just read that headline, too? Sure did. (laughs) We both went, Baby Otter's named after Star Wars characters. (laughs) Um, No, I'm not caught up on The Good Place, either. I need to get caught up on that before the season finale is spoiled for me. (laughs) Yeah. Good Place is so good. I like that show a lot. It's pretty good. Uh, that'll probably do it for oh, this week. Did you week. see the new new trailer for Umbrella Academy? I didn't. It looks. I didn't watch the old one either. It looks better than the old one. That's good. Um, I think I'm mostly just upset because Space Boy's not a giant monkey. He doesn't have a giant ape body. Yeah. And that I mean, I understand that's hard coolest... to do, but also just fucking do a cartoon. Yeah. Then you can do that, and it's less expensive. They have a talking chimp in it that looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. I just want the one of the main characters to to have a giant ape body why is that so much to you ask know, like it is in the comic yeah a little tiny person head big giant ape body tiny little gun <laughs> it's true that that was a very dainty gun for that giant gorilla uh, it's hand. so good the teeny tiny gun really just brings it all together it really does and his goofy life support backpack yeah that also was a jetpack or was that a separate thing i don't remember i think that's a separate thing okay uh, but yeah, that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, you can follow the show at Fail Pop Culture with Noe at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. We will see you next week with more of whatever the show is called. Uh, it has something to do with bugs in this next episode or something. Oh, A was bee. it beware? Yeah. Something with bees. Oh, man. hope the cyber locusts are bees now. Wait, we need bees. Don't vilify bees. <laughs> They're cornerstones of society. They're cyber bees. They're different. They're not doing anything. Are they wasbinator? All right. Stay frosty, everyone. (laughs) Bye.